Here we go, Nail. Hi, babe. Hi. So, hello. Uh, today, my husband. My husband. Husband. Or <laughs> husband. Uh, husband. Um, I was married now. Married lady. Sadie, Sadie, married lady. No, I always think of um, Suge Avery from The Color Purple. Oh, yeah. When she gets uh, respectable. Remember when we went and saw that at the Amundsen? Yeah, with Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. No, it was good. That was so good. I love the movie. The movie is amazing. Yeah. I'm going to do this new thing where I start telling people that I'm going to be longer than I know that I am so that I can always be early. Overpromise, underdeliver. <laughs> the other way around. Uh, right. Uh, we're going to answer some listener questions today. Yay! I know. I'm so excited. I love being interviewed. I love being interviewed. I love answering questions about myself because for the first time in my life, I feel like I can finally do it with confidence in who I am and not who I think the person asking me the question wants me to be. And so, she loves being the center of attention. Oh, yeah, that too. But <laughs> <laughs> So we have a few questions. I'm going to read them off. Okay. Um, and then uh, we'll just answer them. Okay. Hmm. So the first question comes from Kyle from London. We keep talking about how our UK audience is yes. there. Hello. Hello. Fresh on your drink, Gavna. Well, Kyle's not going to listen anymore. <laughs> so, no, you guys, that is my personal Shout out to you guys in the UK. When I say that, it's absolutely ridiculous, and I recognize that, and that is not what I think of the UK. That is just an American's perception of UK, and I'm poking fun of that with you guys. So I, I'm sending that over the airwaves with love to you guys. And if you hate it, let us know. Yeah, you could do it's that, It's all about too. perception, right? Who knows? Perception subjective, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, so Kyle says, "Yes, you two are such cute couple goals. Aww. How did you guys meet? Ooh, can I answer this one? Because I love saying it. Yeah. We met the old-fashioned way in a bar. We did. Yes. Um, in a, in a kind of divey <clears throat> bar on seedy. Ventura Boulevard in Studio City. Our old stomping grounds. It's no longer there, and it was called Fuel. Fuel. It yes. was cool. Oh it was God. just a little. Is a little space. They had karaoke every other night, and <laughs> there were so many nights. I because we, you know, we lived so close to Fuel. We were walking distance. Both of us were. Both and we of didn't us know were, it, and we didn't know it. And but but West Hollywood is just over Laurel Canyon. And so it was really perfect for me because we could go and party. And then when we wanted to go home, we left all of that on the other side of the canyon. And we had like our sweet suburban life along Ventura Boulevard. It was great. There was Oil Can Harry's was on that same street. Like it was a cool little gay strip. Yeah. But there were many nights where I was coming home from West Hollywood and I had to stop at Fuel which is ridiculous because of how close we were, but I'd have to stop at Fuel to blow, like, one last line <laughs> before I went home and called it a night. Why did you have to do it at Fuel? Okay, so we met at this little CD bar called Fuel. Fuel. Um, it was equidistant between both of our respective apartments, but we didn't know. And I was sitting on oh, the no, couch. Oh, no, let me tell the story. I know I digress, but let oh, me okay. tell the story. Yeah, you tell Okay, so I had just moved into a new apartment a couple weeks earlier, and I went to Ikea 
to pick up some bookcases and I finished assembling them and I was like, I want a beer. So I took my then roommate at the time to Fuel to have a beer. And I was looking around. I'm like, okay, who am I going to make out tonight if I make out with anybody? And I saw you sitting on the couch. Me? Yeah. And you were talking to some people and smiled. And I was like, wow, he's got a great smile. And then I was like, how are the calves? Because, you know, I can't do like skinny little bird leg calves. I just can't. It's my thing. You got to have good calves. You got to have good legs. It's your foundation, man. And you had great calves. So I was like, oh, maybe I should go talk to him. And then I just like totally walked, strolled up to you with some bullshit about like, hey, um, so you're looking through the karaoke book or do you see it? Like totally knowing your story already, having sized you up from across the bar, but still, you know, playing <laughs> it, trying to play it like coy and naive and innocent. Like, sure. I sure. Know, didn't have the past checkered past that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and I just I thought you were really cute. And I wanted to keep talking to you. And I and then I overheard you say something to your friend and I misinterpreted it. And I thought that you were telling her that my roommate was more your type. So then I was just like, okay. And then I just kind of didn't give a fuck. And I think maybe that's why you, you were into me that night. I was into you because you didn't give a fuck. Yeah, because you know you know how we are. No, People... I was I was into you because I thought you were gorgeous. You looked oh. like and still look like George Michael, yeah. which I was obsessed with. Yeah. And I, I was speaking of you because you are more my type. Um, yes, you were. You, you I mean, you yeah. were speaking of me, but I didn't know that at the time. No, we hung out a bit. Didn't we play pool that night too? We played pool. Yes, yeah. and and you and I. That was when I heard you make the comment because. You and your, what I thought was your friend, but I guess you had just met them that night. Mm -hmm. So when you said, yeah, but he's more my type, I was like, oh, okay, great. So the wrong tree came back to him. That was in response because Brian had come up to one of the friends as well and said, hey, is your friend single? And then that person. Which was shitty shady because I called you. I know. But then that person came up to me and said, hey, just so you know, Brian's into you. And it's like, yeah, but. The other guy's more my type. Yeah, but did you see his calves? <laughs> nerd. Um, so I'm a nerd, but was, you know what? No, cute. that's okay. I can have, I can let my 30-year-old jealousy come out every once in a while yeah. because I I still care. I really do. Like, from that, like, that moment forward, I really... We've been inseparable since, yeah, really. And I care. So I think that that is, that feeling the way that I still feel about even something that happened the night we met. But yeah, he was a total dick about it because it's not like I called you, like you didn't have a choice, but I went up to him and said, listen, that guy over there, I really like him. So give me a chance to talk to him. And if he had said that to me and he, and he was like legit, like saw you first and was really interested, then I'd be like, you got it. I'll be your wingman. And he said that to me. And then when I wasn't looking, started playing Whoops. and continued to play even after you and I dated for a month and then decided to be exclusive and still would like prance around the apartment when you would come over in his boxer briefs. Well, it was his apartment too. It was his that. apartment too. And we didn't express our uncomfortableness with that. Uh, yeah, I did. did. Oh, okay. Then never mind. Uh, so we actually we have someone we had a listener call in. They left us a message. Oh, this is this How is do from we do that. Just like sending a text message. Yeah, 
you can send an audio message oh. just the same way on your phone. Awesome. Tell me how to do that real quick. Not every phone can do it. Okay. But those it. that can? Yeah. So to the right of where you would type in the message, mm-hmm. there should be a little, either a microphone button, if you're on an uh, Apple phone, or if you're on an Android, there should be like little sound waves. And if you push and hold on the sound waves, you'll be able to record an audio message that'll be delivered the same way. Get out. Cool, right? It's just to the right. Touch and hold to record audio. There Get you go. out of here. Yeah. <gasps> Okay, so now that you guys know how to do that, send us your voice messages because you know I love to answer questions. All right, so here is Cosette from Burbank. Hi, Cosette. Hi, Cosette. Hey, Robert and Nomi. This is Cosette. So I have two questions for you guys. Well, they're not really questions, but one of them, three trends you hope to God would never make a comeback. And the second one is, what words gross you out? A couple of words that might gross you out or they irk you or they disturb you. Just like icky words. Thank you. Ooh, you Those are start? good questions. I, yeah, I'll start. So three trends that I hope don't come back. I really didn't like the whole like baggy jean sagging trend from the 90s. No. Like, you know, when you're watching Clueless and the posers start walking off and shares <laughs> yeah. like as if like that look of the 90s guy was just always so gross and awful so that's one trend the second for me would be also from the 90s the skater cut where it's the part down the center and then all the hair hangs down the side oh, i tried so yeah i tried so desperately to Every to replicate that, that and i just looked like the top of a penis so <laughs> i don't need that to come back and then for number 3 i can't think of a third one those are my two big ones for me what about you Okay, let me just say for the record that I think trends are gross. I detest them because I think they're only meant to sell things to people who don't know better. And they're just tacky and classless and gross. But having said that, three trends that I don't ever want to see again are the hammer time pants. Oh, the like the, the MC harem, hammer pants? Harem, harem pants. pants. Yeah, which, which was... And, and let this include the resurrection of them with justin bieber and anybody who's thinking about another resurrection it needs to just stay i like them on women i don't care for them on men i think it looks a little silly okay okay, fair point that's fine yeah women can get away with more which is why i'm a drag queen Mm -hmm. um the other thing and this is as like a like a hair colorist the fucking ombre trend it's lazy it's lazy get over it no one should leave the salon looking like they need to get their roots done Mm -hmm. okay and you can have natural hair and you can have natural hair with depth and it's just it's just lazy it's lazy to me and it looks tacky it doesn't look like beautiful effortless hair it looks like you intentionally did something to make your hair look like something it's not and the last thing for me which unfortunately I don't think is a trend, but it started out as a trend and I wish it would have died as skateboarding. I hate skateboarding. I hate skateboarding. Get off the fucking streets and the sidewalks. See, I don't mind skateboarding as an actual sport. What I don't like is when kids are outside slamming pieces of wood against the curb over and over and over. So you just hear like all day. I just can't. Uh It's just, you can't do the trick. So stop or, (laughs) or go to a fucking skate park where that it was built for you. Go have fun over there. I don't need to listen to this while I'm working all day. 
I agree with you on that one. Yeah. The thing that I hate about it, I don't even mind the kids so much. What I hate, 50 plus year old motherfuckers get off the goddamn skateboard and grow the fuck up. Okay. And then the second question is, (laughs) I actually, I don't have I don't either. I don't have any icky words. I know some people don't like the word moist. I I love it. I think a Duncan Hines cake. Moist cake. I love it. You just press your fork down in it, and it, like, picks up on your fork because it's so moist. Yeah. Get over it. It's moist. It's delicious. I I don't mind that. I I don't have I don't mind cunt. Yeah, that's one of your favorite words. No, it's not one of my favorite (laughs) words. It's not one of my favorite words, but I use it for a very specific type of person, and 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 it fits perfectly, and you cunts know exactly who you are. I used to not like the word (laughs) faggot. Or fag. Um, yeah. But it's a little cringy. I, it's a little cringy, but it's also in context. If I'm watching someone in a movie use it and it just it's just thrown in there like early 80s comedies, it's like, ooh, really? That doesn't need to be there. It's a little cringy. Yeah. And if I hear someone saying it, of course, I'm just like, hey, that's not appropriate. Are you triggered? No, but that's <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm not upset by it. If someone calls me a faggot, I'm I like, know, well, okay. I know. I, See, that, I know. And that's why I hate people who say I think you're triggered. I think you're rude to say that to me, but yep. you're also ignorant. Yep. So yep. Yeah, I don't I don't mind fag because fag is also a cigarette in the UK. So in fag to me, it's like don't be such a fag. Like if I were to say that to you, like that's like me saying, don't live up to the stereotype. I don't I don't give words too much power. I know. Yeah. I and, and I don't either, but this is why fag doesn't bother me because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm using I it agree. to describe a stereotype that is demeaning to the actual person. Right. So when you're exhibiting that behavior, I'm calling you out for that behavior, but that's because I'm a fag and I get to do that. I don't like faggot because it's like maggot and it's what the kids used more than fag when they were teasing me in school. So it is a bit of a triggering word, but now it really, it's like faggot, 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 faggot. Okay. You sound like a faggot for saying faggot. So stop saying faggot. <laughs> it's like whatever now. I don't use either of them because I haven't found a use of them, but I'm also not upset by either of them as long as someone's not using it in a disparaging way against me personally. Right. So our next question comes from Hugo from Cheshire, UK. Another UK friend. Hi. Um, Hello, Hugo. I love that there's a place called Cheshire, too, because the Cheshire Cat is uh, my favorite character. The real Housewives mind. of Cheshire? I know. When that came on, I didn't think that was a real Ooh. thing. I didn't oh, know that Cheshire was a place. I, I w- and I loved the Melbourne ladies. I wish we could. And, and the New Zealand. I wish I could get those back, but I don't know. I don't know where they went. So Hugo says, you mentioned that the two of you are married. Who proposed and how? I'll answer that one. Okay. I proposed to Jared. I set up a giant elaborate scavenger hunt with the help Mm -hmm. of my friends um, at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. So we actually had clues printed out that Jared would find on rides and be given by uh, different character meet and greets over the course of the day. And each clue would lead to another location or to another character meet and greet. And so we ended up, you found the first clue on Space Mountain and thought that it was anthrax. (laughs) And you were all nervous and didn't want to open it. No, that is not true. That is not true. (laughs) Hold on. You can tell the story, but let me just jump in real quick. Okay. So we're on Space Mountain and I'm getting off and Jessica's like, Jared, you forgot this. 
And I'm like, no, that's not mine. Leave it. And she's like, no, I think I think you should take it. I was like, no, someone lost it. Leave it there. They'll come back for it or drop it off. And in joking, I said, it's probably fucking anthrax anyway, because that's when we were having the big anthrax scare. That's how that happened. But yeah. then you guys were insistent that I take it. Or and at I least said, open it to find out what I it was. I said, it's probably some kid's birthday scavenger hunt, and they put it in the wrong car. So leave it there, not thinking that the scavenger hunt was meant for me. So funny. <laughs> so yeah, we went from Space Mountain to like a Halloween carnival that they had set up where the evil queen gave you another clue. Yeah. And then um, Rapunzel. We met with Rapunzel and we met with uh, Jack, Jack Skellington and Sally. And Sally. And then we ended up at uh, the Haunted Mansion just mm. as the sun was setting and the pumpkins but, were but, all but, lit. But, 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 but it's also really cool because... They were prompted for us. Oh, yeah. They were all in on it. All the characters were in on it. Yeah, they knew exactly you what was happening. used to work there. And so you called some favors and connections in. And, like, you had, like, park crew working for your proposal to me. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> the coolest part for me was when – well, not the coolest, but one of them was when Jack Skellington – was talking about he had seen things around and then at one point it was like a straight up magic trick he just opened up his hands and (laughs) there was a clue it was so cool i wasn't even expecting that yeah but we walk in front of the haunted mansion because it's our favorite ride Mm. and in the graveyard is a gravestone attraction Attraction. sticking out of the graveyard Mm. and it says jared fisher on it and over the course of the day, in Fairy addition tales to clues, do come true. <laughs> it can happen to you. Jared was also collecting those little wooden letters throughout the scavenger hunt. Right. Yeah. That it turns out he had to unscramble the letters on this gravestone to spell out what? Till death do us part. Ta-da. And then by the time he figured it out, I was already on my knee with a plastic spider ring proposing to him in front of the haunted mansion. <laughs> It was so cool. It was it was pretty amazing, if I say so myself. I really enjoyed putting it together. And thank you to our friends who were helping us on that. It was a really wonderful moment yes. that I'll always remember. And just like cunts, you friends know who you are, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have one more question. Okay. And this is from Jessica in Burbank. Hello, Another Jessica Burbank from Burbank. Uh, Jessica says, cool. what you is... You have air conditioning. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> What is something that you two do for yourselves as individuals that you think also helps you in your relationship? You can start first. Mm, bubble baths. It's an hour of me time, like self-care. I can I like candles, I play music, I have different soundtracks for different moods to go with different scented bath oils and potions and I just I'll soak and daydream or I'll catch up on my Instagram or I'll go and look for some like hair inspiration online. Like whatever it is I want to do, it's time that's solely dedicated to just focusing on me and this very like lavish, luxurious environment. And that helps us in our relationship. Because it allows me to recharge my battery so I can be the fresh effervescent force you deserve in your life i like it i like that you use the bath terms to like continue in because i'm a smart (laughs) bitch uh my answer is therapy uh yeah i didn't explore therapy at all other than like random little sessions in college or something like that but it wasn't until i actually took the time to talk to someone about issues that i've had in my past who i thought that i was who i think that i am where i want to be 
the kind of person that I want to be, but most importantly, the kind of partner and husband that I want to be to you and how I can best communicate that and personify that. It's been a lot of work and I'm still doing it. I, I think therapy not only shouldn't be a taboo, but it should be something that everyone does and everyone does regularly. Just check in with yourself. Self-awareness should be celebrated. Right. We're not as scary to ourselves as we think we are. And that's what therapy has helped with. I think the challenge is that we live in such a fear-based culture that what do you do? What do you survive on Mm -hmm. if you no longer fear everything? Right it's it's allowed me to face the things that I don't like about myself mm-hmm. to build on those things and to ultimately just feel better about who I am as a whole to be okay with them yeah and to say well who says they're bad exactly if I don't say that they're if I don't say that they're bad then they're not bad thanks guys for listening I know this was a quick little episode but we've got some great longer episodes coming up in the next couple of weeks and some fun fun uh guest mm-hmm. appearances mm-hmm. what, do really you call it, what do you call an audio appearance i wouldn't call it a guest appearance i guess yeah some fun guests coming up yeah really yes. exciting this was really fun thank you guys for all of your great questions if any of you listeners out there have more questions we'd love to do another listener question episode just send us a message on social media or through email or you can send us an audio message like cosette did that was really cool yeah so we'll uh, talk to you guys soon Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Have a question for us or want to be a guest on our podcast? Email us at hello at mrandmrs.show. Or for more information and episodes, visit our webpage at mrandmrs.show.